Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This, here on the Nerd Eternal Network. I'll be your host for the day, the experience that some call Jason, and with me as usual is... CDL113. The token quiet one, Tarky. And live from the Bowls, I sit upon the tongue with the biking, the Todd Pong. Wow, we caught like every other word of that. I don't know what's up with my connection really? today. But I got your name, so that's good enough. And something about a condiment bike, I don't know. A recumbent bike of suffering, damn it. It cut off, I think it cut off the RE. It's not my fault. It, yeah, it sounded like a condiment bike. Better than a condom bike. I am trying to keep it friend, family friendly. So anyway, today we'll be talking about our favorite Marvel characters. Uh, well, yeah, that's, that's, that's really all to say about the subject, I guess. Each of us has picked out yes. our favorite. It's our favorite Marvel characters, and then all the rest of us dogpile on the person. No, Ooh, no. Now the choice is crap. I mean, probably on Danny's choice, and maybe Taylor's. But anyway, <laughs> Todd, why don't you start us off? Who's you? Tell us about your favorite Marvel character. I'm going with my favorite X-Man, Rogue. She's not a man. She's an X-Man. So she Tell was formerly an X-Man. So she was formerly a man? I'm sorry. I, just, I, I was no, 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 because you, you'd probably die if you tried to do the surgery. I, I you know, I, I, I got to say something. I just feel bad if I only picked on the other two. So now I've picked on everybody. So oh, well, carry on. Okay. Anyway, she's my favorite X-Man uh, growing up. One, because she was Southern. So, you know, she had the same fucked up accent that I did. So reading her eyes as Oz, you know, fun. That, and she was one of the few X-Men that would kill you. That's how I like yeah, my her, heroes, murderous. Her and Wolverine were, were the two that yeah. you had to worry about. Yeah. Well, they were the ones that you thought you had to worry about till Colossus started snapping people's necks. Her oh. kitty, did you snap? <laughs> ah, well, I'm pretty sure Cyclops has killed, you know, grievously injured mutants in his day, too. But, uh, yeah, she was always my favorite, hell. She was she was rough and tumble, and she was one of those kind of tragic characters. Yeah. They've kind of gotten away from that with her in more recent years. Yeah. Yeah, because tragic characters are harder to write. You know, her powers were one of those that, while unlike Nightcrawler, who, you know, his looks gave him pure hell, the nature of hers fucked up. Mm -hmm. The lack of human touch, and then once she got Carol Danvers in there, yeah, Rogue was always kind of like just on the edge of going insane. Yeah, as a kid, I always liked her. Based on you know she was she was the flying brick which I was always has always been a type that I like, but that you know the absorption stuff that she could pull out, you know that gave her a little something different. Uh huh. It was just kind of neat. Yeah, they could just do all kinds of stuff with. And you know every now and then she'd run into somebody that hell, it it either didn't half work like Juggernaut, mm -hmm. or potentially fuck up like when she tried to touch when she touched Spiral. Yeah, I think it was. You could get, you know, 
because Spiral took over. And I think there was was it an annual? I forget. It was one. It was it was a comic out of my dad's collection. Where you wind up with the Juggernaut trying to share his power with Black Tom, and then she winds up absorbing it. So you wind up with like three people running around, with each of them with a third of Juggernaut's power. Yep. Before Marco finally goes, nope, that's enough of that, and he takes it all back and then hurls the gym into space. Yep. Yeah, I want to say that was the final uh, issue of Marvel Team-Up. Hmm, maybe so. I think that was Marvel Team-Up either. I think that was Marvel Team-Up 100, where that happened. I knew it was a one-shot you know, a one -shot something, but I wasn't sure. But yeah, that's what was always neat with that is, yeah, whenever she touched Juggernaut, hell, it didn't even knock him out. It tended to just piss him off. <laughs> yeah, I but, do. You know, she kind of needed, she needed to do that to even be able to halfway fight him. Mm -hmm. And didn't she but, yeah. try to absorb him in, in the cartoon? Yeah. Because I, I, I seem to remember, remember the lines the character was, was shouting, because, you know, it was like she was getting his memories yep. of Chuck. Yep, which was another thing that, that she hated touching Juggernaut, because it tended to be mystical characters that didn't always work out real well for her when she tried to absorb them. Surprisingly, she took Thor in her first appearance just fine. Yeah, I was going to say... Was it Avengers Annual number, what, eight or something? Avengers like that? Annual number 10 is her first oh, appearance. Ten. Well, one thing to keep in mind with a lot of characters, I would say especially in X-Men, but truthfully, period, is you'll have you'll have them in their early appearances, and then it's like they slowly kind of codify exactly how their powers work as you go later on. Yeah. Yeah. I know Kitty Prides has bounced around some, too. Yeah. So did Gambit. Gambit's explosions used to not explode. They used to be silent. And he'd throw playing cards. He threw spikes. Gambit was a lethal little fucker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was. And I don't... You know, if you, were, if you were a thief charging up something and, it, and it's loud, earth-shattering kaboom really don't make a hell of a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not oh, yeah, sure early was, on if they were really planning on making him a hero or if he was meant to be a villain initially. Yeah, because when you read his early stuff, yeah, he he was kind of anti-heroic, maybe at best. Yeah. Well, well, I take that back. He was kind of Han Solo. He was kind of out for himself. Mm -hmm. And he only got involved with the X-Men because of Storm. Because, you know, she ran into him when she was a little kid. Yeah, when she'd been regressed. Yep. Oh, uh, okay. I was about to ask, how old is Gambit? But... Grown. Well, he wasn't trying to get with her. He just liked her because, you know, she was a little thieving-ass kid. He's from the Thieves Guild, so it worked. Yep, yep. But yeah, Rogue's my favorite. I know some people listen to this and go, I knew he was going to pick Black Panther, which is why I didn't pick Black Panther. So what you're saying is yeah, Black Panther might be your favorite, but you were just being contrary. No, I just picked one of my four. Yeah. And that's the trick with it this. Depends. It's 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 really yeah. hard to pick one character when you've got, you know, anything from, what, from 
I've seen numbers of 7,000 heroes Marvel's got to 50,000, so, you know. Yeah. And that's the trick. Is who, it's like I was telling Danny yesterday when we were talking about this. Who my favorite hero is kind of depends on when you ask. Kind of what your current mood is. Yep. That and what you're reading. Yeah. All right, then. So that's, uh, that's mine. So, Taylor, why don't you hit us with yours? So mine's very much based off like, what have you, what have you read, you know, more recently? Because mm. my pick is the current Miss Marvel. Uh, you know, Kamala. The inhuman, yeah, the Inhuman stretchy one. Okay. Yeah. Stretchy characters. Yep. Yes, yes. That's me. You, you don't like stretchy characters. I completely understand that. It's just like, for me, I haven't seen like, a solid character introduction of a new character to Marvel, of, like, one that they're trying to push. Mm-hmm. You know. So, I, you know, I saw the beginning of a character and their development and watching them, you know, watching them be built into what they're going to be in standard Marvel comics from here on out. You know, what is she going to be? And watching that and being like, oh, I kind of like this villain. Oh, I kind of like that villain. Okay, she's she's. I can see a rogues gallery maybe forming. This is okay. I like this. It's just because I can't remember anyone from like early two thousands that you know I could easily read the comic of other than like Invincible from Dark Horse. That was not from Dark Horse. That was from Image. My bad. And Skybound eventually. But I, I mean, I get your point. It's it's a character that you felt like you were getting in on the ground floor. Right, and by watching, I was like, I don't hate any of the stuff they're doing with this character yet. Like, I've just enjoyed it throughout, so it's, you know, it's a character that is probably not my favorite if, like, you go, you know, if you just look at all of history at the same time, but just because it's what's currently on my mind, I see her as my favorite currently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got you the know, first several issues of her book, and I, uh, you know, I like the character, like the costume, fine. I like the personality of the character, fine. I just could not get over the stretchy. I know that sounds asinine, but yeah. I hate the only sh- to me, she feels like a plucky sidekick. I hate plucky sidekicks. <laughs> I literally only- hate plucky sidekicks. Yeah, but like so- I, and that's kind of what she started as was, you know a fan of a hero with powers. Or a fan of a hero that got powers. I'm really, I'm really attacking you because we have to attack everybody. Yeah. 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 Like, though she... <laughs> though she's essentially told Cap Marvel to go take a flying leap by this point. Yeah, they, they... Yeah, uh, yeah during a Civil War II. Yeah. yeah. During Civil War II, she was like, eh, this is all kind of screwed up. Yeah, I'm out. See, I've only it's ever just, read... She... Go ahead. I've only ever read one book with her, and as soon as I saw the character and what she could do, she reminded me of Skin from X Factor. X, uh, Gen X. Yeah, Gen no, X. that was Generation X. Yeah, Gen X. Gen X. And I was like, okay, so it's just kind of like a newer day twist on that. That's, She's not that's Skin, what... though. She's no, not no. Skin. The whole thing oh, with yeah, Skin was that. he had stretchy skin. She, she, she actually did 
Yeah, she has stretchy everything, and she actually gets stronger. Yeah, she does have super strength. So, you know, that, yeah. that does give her a leg up over other stretchy characters. My thing is, she, she is kind of the poster child of every damn thing that's wrong with Marvel right now. As don't, I don't get, I don't feel it at all. And it's, let's put her in everything. Eh. See, I watched I in Avengers, Assemb- in uh, the Avengers Assemble cartoon. She got on my nerves. She's going to be kind of the focus of the Avengers game. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with Well, that. the plucky sidekick aspect is probably what gets really gets on your nerves about her. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's, you know. As far as you, as far as them putting her and everything bothering you, that's pretty much how I feel about Venom from the nineties. Yeah, yeah, they overdid. Yeah. You know, I didn't collect Spider Man, but I saw so much of Venom, I was sick of him. Yeah, Venom's another one of those characters where we were doing jokers you can't stand. Yeah, I'm sick of Venom. So anyway, I Tyler, truthfully, I got sick of him once he became a hero. So anyway, Tyler, you got anything else you want to say about Miss Marvel before we run over you with all these other sides interest? No, I mean, like, it's just, it's just simply, she's she's on the forefront of my mind. But, like, I can I can totally see that, that she's, I don't want to make this joke now, it's a pun. I just realized I'm, I'm about to make a pun. That's not good. I get they're, it. They're going to stretch her thin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Wolverine seemed to be the only character that was kind of immune to that for a little while. Eh, Deadpool had a run where yeah. no one minded the fact he was in six or seven books. No, even with Wolverine, by the time they killed him, I was kind of glad he was dead. Yeah, yeah. It gave, but, it gave me a... It, it would have been nice if they hadn't immediately stuck old man Logan in his spot mm-hmm. and actually given you like a year or so to miss the character. So when they inevitably brought him back, you'd be like, oh, man, that's neat. Wolverine's back. Kind of like Colossus. You know, when they killed Colossus, that motherfucker was just gone. <laughs> yeah, he was gone for a decent little while. Yeah, he was just gone. So when when Whedon brought him back in Astonishing, it was like, oh, man, sweet, Colossus is back. And it, it had a good feel to it. But starting with, like, Nightcrawler, they start sticking alternate versions of the character they just killed in the main universe. So... Hell, you need this. And they started having the characters be as a, as aware of the revolving door as the readers. Yeah. Because Colossus was at Kurt's funeral, going, "Eh, I came back. Maybe he will." Yeah. You know. And you know, you had the episode of was it Incredible Hercules, where you had Amadeus Cho in the afterlife, where it was a casino. Yeah, yeah. You know what I like that about that the, the best is you saw that- Jack of Hearts win. Yeah, and, and then within a year, in one of the Marvel Zombie books, you know they brought him back. Yeah. All right, that's man. some clever writing. Yes, or or at least somebody that was aware of what somebody else had been writing. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and take it next. So one of my all-time favorites, and. And like we've said, it, it it's hard to pick one favorite, you know, overall. But it's, but he's he's been one of my favorites consecutively for a good long time. Uh, uh would be Quasar, uh, Protector of the Universe, Longtime Avenger, 
Uh, he's been an annihilator. Host the egos of living planet. I forgot about that, but yeah, he 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 was yep. basically egos prison for a while. Yep. Uh, I never did know how they fixed that. He's one of them characters that'll fall into limbo for long periods of time. And when he came out, he was clean. So they may very well have just forgotten about it. You know, and they'll kill him off every now and then, you know. But, uh... So, yeah, I, uh... Started collecting him in the 90s. His book had been out a little bit. Uh... I want to say I started my collection with the uh, Galactic Storm crossover, which was a big event in Avengers that... It was almost like one of your company-wide crossovers, but it only hit the Avengers books and then all of the Avenger members that had individual books. So Captain America, Thor, Quasar, Wonder Man, you know, Avengers, West Coast Avengers. Yep, it was the Kree-Shi'ar War. But, uh... In fact, I got the picture of the about what I think was my first issue right there, which starts up with him fighting. You know, the first issue of him starts up, or I have of him started up with him fighting like the Imperial Guard outside uh, the original Captain Marvel's tomb, who was another character I was always real big on. Uh, you know, and power-wise, he was very much a Green Lantern type. You know, he did energy constructs, space travel. Uh, so, also, I was aware of the character before because he, he had popped up in some of Dad's old Avengers and there was a Captain America Hulk story that he was in. You know, so I kind of knew who yeah. he was, but with that issue, you had him in what was, uh, I'm sure somebody would argue, but I would call he, it inarguably his best outfit. He was actually Marvel Boy when he popped up in that Captain America Hulk thing, wasn't he? I think he was going with that name. Yeah, yeah. He uh, was Marvel Boy back then. Because that's where, you know, in his story, he was he kind of builds off the old 50s Marvel Boy character. Uh, yep. Was that when he was uh, Project Pegasus? Yes. Project, okay, so in, in the old Fantastic Four, Marvel Boy pops up. He's a little crazy. They get in a fight. His energy bands overload and kill him. Yep. Project Pegasus... Uh, was the government the was the, yeah was the government institute that was put in charge of the bands, and Wendell was a shield agent on duty there that winds up during some kind of emergency winds up putting them on. So yeah, originally he was running around in basically the old uh, Marvel Boy outfit, which wasn't the worst outfit he had, but it wasn't exactly great. Uh, And he took the Marvel Boy name for a little while before finally going with Quasar. Uh, probably around the time he was joining the Avengers. I don't know exactly when he joined up, but... You know, and then during... I know around Infinity War... He was in one of the god-awfulest costumes I've ever seen. Uh, I don't have a way of showing you guys, but... Uh, that was Gauntlet. Wasn't that the one in Gauntlet, the one where he was wearing the, where he had like the mask? Yeah, he still just had the, the god awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the mask and the gloves, but you know the band still looked the same. Yeah, 
That's that's Gauntlet. Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, was it Gauntlet? Was one he was, yeah, that was the one where I think that was the one he was in where Thanos blew the blew the gauntlets up around his hands and then disintegrated. You know, you may be right. You may be right. That was the one where he told him he was suffering from unwarranted delusions of grandeur. He blows <laughs> he blows up the gauntlets on his hands, so he blows his hands up and then disintegrates. Yeah. Just to add insult to injury. Well, he did that to a few people, yeah. but yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, he had his 90s suit. Turned into glass. You know, the 90s suit was probably my favorite. Uh, let's see. I know you had him disappear for a long time, and then they pulled him into Annihilation. I was all excited when he showed up in Annihilation, but he wasn't hardly in that one. Nope. Uh, they took him out pretty quick. And in that one, I really did not like the updated costume because they really did some weird things with the with the quantum bands. But uh, and they had yeah, tied him. Got the real big, huge. One. Yeah, yeah. With the spikes on them and shit. I don't and remember you know, they had spikes. You know, it's got a. He's got the real big bands, and then like on his elbow, he's got like a spike or some shit. It's, yeah, I think so. I think he had the uh, the shoulder spikes too, and then he didn't keep that one too long, and they kind of toned down the spikes on it. Uh, yeah, well, hell, as soon as they got him out of the the annihilators, hell, they gender swapped him. Yeah, well, with somebody else taking over, yeah. And you know, as usual, when they swap out a character like that, yeah, I was gone by that point. It's kind of like yeah. You know, Annihilators was what a five or six dollar an issue book anyway, so yeah, yeah, it was it was like six or seven bucks a pop. I don't have one issue of that shit. Yeah, yeah. I only have the Annihilators when they pop up in somebody else's something. You know, but collecting his book, I enjoyed. You know, how much you got to see of the, of, you know, how much you got to see of the kind of the space settings for Marvel. Uh, they crossed him over the new universe stuff, which I was into. Didn't they cross him over with, like, Inchman or uh, one of those books? Not that I know of, but it's not impossible. It, it might have been uh, where they had the, the hero that had that weird emblem that gave him, the, like, a star the star brand. Star brand. Yeah, that's the new I, universe stuff the, I was talking about. Yeah, it's the oh, new universe. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. And we have to say something bad about him. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He's a knockoff Green Lantern wannabe, and, you know, with no sense of style. I also just don't know who he is, so I've been quiet this entire time. Yeah, well, yeah. He's a more obscure character in some ways. Yeah, go read some books. And that's not much of a criticism, Todd, considering I started this off by saying he was a Green Lantern type. But anyway, just he's solo, there's not 3,000 of him cool. He's a less cool Sinestro. How's that work for you? Well, at least he's not weak to a color. And there's not 3,000 guys he can call for backup. He's got to deal with his own shit. <laughs> Sinestro uh, fought alone. Just saying. So let's, Sinestro's got a core. Now? Yeah, you didn't see that core for how long? Thank you. Because he was incapable of taking care of his own business. And he didn't work, and he didn't have a weakness to a color either. Nope. So he's a knockoff Sinestro without the cool mustache. I cannot argue that Sinestro's mustache is cool. All right. So, Danny-san, 
who is your favorite Marvel character? I'm going to have to go with the Punisher. <laughs> I mean, sorry. Uh, we have this world yeah. of veritable gods. I want to be the guy with the guns. Well, I've got four. <laughs> pew, pew. I've got what I think is four reasons that, that I, I like the Punisher. First is all it takes is one bad day. He was a guy that had served his country, you know, came home, you know, was looking forward to just being, you know, husband and father. And all it took was one bad day in the park for his family to get wiped out. And then the courts didn't do anything for him. So, he, you know, he took justice into his own hands. And as a husband, if someone did something like that to Jennifer, yeah, if I didn't get satisfaction from the courts, I could see me, you know, being that, you know, skewed. Uh, second reason, uh, yeah, he's a broken man, and he's fighting so. a losing battle, and he knows it. You know, he, he will never finish his war on crime to his dying day. There will always be crime. He's a character that will do the wrong thing for the right reason. Even he knows that, you know, killing folks is bad, but he'll do it anyway. Uh, and he, he feels he failed his family, and he's afraid to fail again. You know, he, he's the true tragic character in, in this. Okay, that's two reasons. No, that was my four things I listed off. Oh, okay. He just kind of, they just kind of flowed into one another. Okay, okay. So, bash away. He sucks. <laughs> I can handle him in individual, like the movie, the Thomas Jane movie. Loved it. Yeah, uh, because you actually saw him punish people. Well, yeah. and it was a world where I could go, that. okay, I can see him surviving. But he is literally... I mean, he is literally the guy that you see Hydra agents killing on a regular basis. Yep. He's a soldier. I'm not downplaying that, but that's low tier in the Marvelverse. In a, in a world full of lightning guns, regular soldier gets killed pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Well, and, when and he stays in his lane, he does well. When he, you know, anytime he tries no. on a super. No, Danny. They, they routinely take him out of his lane, tell us the... Punisher kill crew was him going around the nine realms to hunt down a fucking frost giant. Yeah. And the frost giant manages to take out Juggernaut, but loses to the Punisher. Nah. Nah. <laughs> they don't they don't keep him in his lane. Garth Ennis' run did real good about keeping him in his lane. He fought mob bosses. The roughest thing he ran into was the Russian, and, you know, the Russian damn near took him out. Yeah. When you start having him taking on frost giants, dark elves, and all that kind of shit, yeah, no, you done gone too far. <laughs> oh, I, I agree that him taking on the frost giant and, and the dark elves is, is definitely a stretch outside his lane. The fact that he's using weapons that can hurt them Cold iron, yeah, that. I yeah, the trick is a, a dark elf. When you go back to hell, when Simonson introduced the dark elves to Marvel, you can't see them. Yeah, but they Thor can barely see a dark elf. But see, they didn't stick with that in that whole storyline. 
Yeah, that was not something that was specific to the Punisher. That was, I think they just kind of forgot about that when they were writing that story, period. Yeah, yeah they gave so, they gave you the, the movie version of the Dark Elves where they were basically aliens. But, you know, if he can see Robin. them, he can shoot them. Like, oh, they're, they're vulnerable to this metal? Great, I've got plenty of them. You know, for me, he always Lynn? worked as a... You know, for me, he always worked as a good... Maybe any hero, a good foil for an actual hero. Yeah, plenty of heroes have had one bad day, and they didn't lose their shit. That's what makes them heroes. Punisher ain't got that. Punisher had a bad day and lost it. He what? He was not made of stern enough stuff. Yeah, he he broke. He he is a Punisher had a bad day and became the Joker. Just a very focused, unfunny Joker. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things I like about him is because most folks in that boat, you know, when you see your wife and kids murdered in front of you, you're you're going to go insane with grief. You know, you're going to be pushed over that edge. And then when, like I said, the courts didn't help him any, there was no closure to it. That's when he went further over the edge into the abyss. I usually like Punisher better when he teams up with somebody like Blade. Because it's both. Yeah, we ain't got no morals. We don't give a shit. I'm killing all this shit. Yeah. You well, help so- me hunt yours, I'll help you hunt mine. You help me hunt mine, I'll help you hunt yours. Call it a day. Well, that's like when they did you know, the Punisher with the Netflix series. They updated his, you know, origin a little bit. And, you know, but it's one of those things of, he knew he was not a good man because of the things he had done. And then, you know, the only good thing in his life gets taken away from him. Yeah, he's got no more reason to hold back. Yeah, I liked him. I liked him better as far as as far as Netflix goes. I liked him better when he popped up in Daredevil than I did in his own shit. That is probably my favorite anything is, they've done with the Punisher outside of the actual comics, or really even including the actual comics, was that he season of Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. I loved him in Daredevil. I didn't like once it became, well, he was, it was a dirty part of the army that killed his family because, so then he should have been going after soldiers, not crooks. Wasn't crook, it wasn't, it wasn't crime that killed his family, it was the military. And in the second one, he does go after those folks who are now probably. I know. But the thing is, the the whole point of the Punisher is that he goes after criminals. If he's going after soldiers, it truthfully made him a hypocrite because it's like, well, I'm going after the folks that killed my family because they were this dirty group of soldiers that he was a member of. He was torturing people and shit. Yeah. (laughs) That was his crew. So, the fuck? It it took away his it took away his argument. Well, that's the same flaw. You? That's the same flaw they made when they did uh, X Men First Class. Yeah, you know they took Magneto they and went. You know what? It was yeah. a mutant that killed his 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 folks. Well, then why is he pissed off at normal people? Yep. Yeah. Some of those things don't need retweaking. They just need retelling. Yeah. Just tell it. it that it's like that for a reason. Oh, criminals killed his family, so he's got a thing against criminals. Gotcha. Well, it was a dirty, you know, 
part of the U.S. government that he was a member of. That, well, hell, your whole your whole argument is gone then. That wasn't that wasn't a misjustice to him. That was just karma. That motherfucker tortured and killed folks. Eh, family got murked. Oh well, you know. You know, it's, it's, it's bad, but that's one of them kind of things where you kind of go, eh, you know. I kind of earned that shit. Yeah, it's not that it's not that he's not a sympathetic character, and like I said, when you see him in like movies and stuff where he's in a world that doesn't have super people, you know, I can kind of run with it. But I know, I know, me and Todd have discussed this before. If he's in a world, if he's in the actual, you know, comic world, and the Kingpin finds out, oh, Frank's after me, hire the wrecking crew. They're bulletproof yep. and explosion proof, which means there ain't yep. crap he can do to them. Nothing he can do. Yep. He can I run and hide. The only thing he'd do is smoke bomb and try to get past them. Right. Which, you know, would probably actually work. But... With the, yeah, with the wrecking crew, maybe. I mean, they're not bad at what they do, but you could stealth past them, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my favorite yeah. my favorite appearance with him in the comics was an issue of Marvel Knights, where he is Red fighting Ulick the Troll, a guy that can go toe to toe with like the Hulk or Thor. Yep. And you see him go through his entire arsenal, and Ulick is basically laughing at him. He admires his spunk. He admires his spunk, because it ends when he finally snatches him up, and you know Frank's last weapon is his knife, K bar that he breaks on Ulick's arm. He's like, yeah. I look forward to seeing you in Valhalla. <laughs> but he was just acting as a, he was a delaying tactic while Daredevil went out and found what it was that the trolls were looking for. You know, they re- resolve it without him getting killed. But but that to me was here's what here's what happens when he runs into the kind of stuff that runs around in the Marvel universe. Yeah, the way they have consistently had him Wolverine until he ran into Dakin and Dakin chopped him up into chum and threw him in the yeah. a, a running. Yeah, basically going. Like yeah, dad, dad didn't want to kill you. That's how you kept fighting him. He, I don't give a damn. <laughs> and he literally chopped him up in debate. Which is when you got Frankencastle, which which is yep. the other problem I have that isn't the fault of the character. It's the fact that they keep trying to reinvent him to make him cooler. Well, now he's an angel. Well, now he's Frankenstein. Well, dude, come on. That's only making it yeah. worse. You know. Now he's the Slayer of Asgardians. Yeah, it's a goddamn kill crew. Oh, Lord. I don't lay that at the foot of the character. That's just some piss no. poor writing. Yeah, that, that's just poor writing. But, uh. Now he's Cosmic Ghost Rider. What? But, yeah, I mean, Flash I guess. You know, like Cosmic I said. Ghost Rider. As a foil to Spider Man or Daredevil or your street level guys, you know, he's okay. What, what were you about to say, Tyler? I was sitting here going, I kind of kind of don't want to mention the time he had a quasi Venom suit because I actually liked that. And he had the war machine armor for a while, too. Best part of that was Carol showing up beating the living hell out of him because, he, you know, he was wearing her dead boyfriend's armor. He also briefly had one of the, like, original Iron Man outfits. Yeah, he had the... Uh, yeah, back in the 90s. I think he may have gotten that, that one in the... Folks that had stolen. Yeah, I, think he, I yeah. think he got it in an issue of Darkhawk. Because I'm going to say in that issue of Darkhawk, it was, it was some, like ex-cops or something that had gotten that original suit that were trying to take Frank. They were on the same crusade as Frank was, but they were looking at him as one of their targets. As they would. But, uh... 
Yeah, Jimmy Blue is in one of the comic uh, Punisher books with him when he's got the gray armor and he's marching up. You know, the bad guys like you're gonna give us this armor, or we gonna kill all these innocent people. And Jimmy Woo's hanging on the back of the armor where they can't see him. They get up there and yeah, you know, they take out the bad guys, and then he gives Jimmy Woo the armor to give back to Tony. That's who I should have picked, Jimmy Woo and the Agents of Apple. God, I love that book. <laughs> it was really good early on. They did some neat stuff, but that was a that was an yep. instance of really good writing. Yep. Well, I guess that about that wraps us up. Book. I guess we've all we've all said our favorite and bashed on other people's favorites. Uh, Gatekeeping at its finest. Ah, yes. Your choices suck. So anyway, that'll wrap us up for today. Uh, you know, hope you hope anybody listening at home enjoyed it. Uh, I hope you're keeping your ass at home. Hopefully not for much longer. But uh, let's see. Like, share, subscribe, all that jazz. Uh, is there anything else we need to mention? Keep your hands washed. Yes, yes, keep your hands washed. So anyway, been your host for the day, uh, the experience of some called Jason, and with me has been. CDO one one three. Token sleepy sloth turkey. Todd, that's your cue. Oh, we may have lost Todd. The Todd father's been with us, but apparently his phone cut out. May have. That's that is the downside of having to do this online. Yeah, he stopped pedaling his charger bike, so it's gone loud. <laughs> See, that's what he needs. Yeah, that would that would actually take care of the problem, because he can he can pedal on that thing for a while. So anyway, uh, we'll be back here next week. Hopefully, you will be too. Uh, next week is going to be uh, almost part two of this, as we at least currently are planning to discuss uh, our favorite DC characters. Can't show Marvel love without showing DC love. So I'll be back next time for that. Unless you're the movies. Unless you're the movies. I don't know. The last... Yeah, Aquaman was, was pretty good. Shazam was okay. Birds of Prey didn't suck. Yes, yes. It's it's pretty much universally assumed that Birds of Prey did indeed suck. I, I, I got through watching it the other night. I, I, I know, Danny, but um, you like sucky movies. I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, before we keep rambling on... Uh, we're out of here, so we'll see y'all later. <laughs>